morning, everyone. We're so glad that you joined us today here at FC Studios. Just uh, today, we wanted to encourage you to stop doing something um, really that each one of us do yeah. every single day and all the time. We want to encourage hey, you. Hey, what better news for a Monday? We want you to stop doing something that you do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Monday. Welcome to Monday. Time. We're breaking habits today. That's right. So, today, we want to encourage you. We want to tell you that it's okay to stop thinking. Well, sort of stop thinking. Stop overthinking. Okay, well, stop overthinking everything. <clears throat> Welcome to FC Studios. Like, like you said, we're so glad that you joined us today. Thank you for taking time and watching us on Facebook as we sit here on the red couch and sort of share our heart with you and things that we struggle with and things that we're going through and trying to figure out. And I feel like if we're going through them, then you probably are too. You might be listening to us live or on the podcast. If you've never listened to the podcast, you can go back and find old episodes there. You can listen wherever you find, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we want to tell everyone to stop over thinking. Like, we want you to think, but just don't overdo it, right? Okay. We live in a world where we tend to overdo lots of things. Really? I do. I overdo all the things. I had never noticed. <laughs> um, but we want to encourage you to stop overthinking. Overthinking, um, you know, it's something that we do a lot, that we do in almost every situation. Um, it's like, or we overthink conversations that we may have had, or overthink... Um, scenarios that may have happened or didn't happen or we wish they would have happened this way or we overthink like next steps decisions that we should make and we need to we need to stop yes um, I mean you along like I've heard I hear people say this all the time you probably say it you probably hear people say it but they say oh my gosh I was over I'm such an overthinker like they place this label on themselves but then this label almost becomes like a badge of honor. I honestly say I've never said that about myself, but I've heard many people say that. <laughs> um, but we do. We wear, we wear overthinking like, like. Well, I think we do this. We know that we shouldn't be overthinking, so then we like play it up and wear it like a badge of honor, so that it doesn't seem so like, like so that it makes it like seem okay that we're yeah. doing. Like, right. like you're aware of it and you know and so you like, like I'm just gonna own it shout it yeah. to the world that, yeah. yeah and we do this not just with overthinking we do this with all kinds of all kinds of things like I used to wear busyness as a like a badge of honor like I thought being busy I call it superwoman syndrome is what I always labeled it but I thought it was like a badge of honor but we do this we take these things that we shouldn't be doing and that we should be more aware of and we wear them like we're proud of them when we really yeah. aren't, if we get down to the heart. We're not proud that we're overthinkers. We know that we shouldn't be, but we kind of do that to cope with what we feel like we can't get rid of. Right. And so then we just like try to own it. And uh, and so that's what we really want to talk to you about today is like we need to stop overthinking. Quit wearing, quit labeling yourself that. Like you wouldn't label yourself a lot of things, but we tend to label ourselves as an overthinker. Yeah. And and like when we do that, when we place those labels on ourselves, like we're opening the door for the enemy just to berate us with lies and ideas about being an overthinker. And um, anyway, so we just we need to shut that door. So quit yeah. labeling yourself an overthinker. Thinker. So, so do you think like actually being an overthinker? Like, would you agree with the statement that that you're really just saying that you're 
being anxious? I would say so. Or, I mean, I'm a worrier or yeah, I think so because there's a difference between problem solving and overthinking, right? <laughs> so when we are faced with a situation and a problem, we think through that that thing, right? And that can take time and that can take a lot of effort, but. Overthinking is a very nice way of saying that I'm anxious yeah. or I'm worrying because when we're overthinking, we tend to overthinking situations that we can't change or we have no control of it. So we overthink, we're like trying to grasp control over something we feel we've lost control over. Okay. When we're problem solving, we're still dealing with an issue. Like Albert Einstein, he was a problem solver, yeah. right? He's so a like problem and he went through practical yeah. steps to solve a problem, right? Whereas we tend to, you know, think we're problem solving, we're overthinking and we're anxious about and nervous about things that we can't control. And I yeah. think that's where that line is. So yes, I do think that overthinking is a nice way of saying, I'm being really anxious and worrying yeah. and possibly fearful of what might have happened yeah. or might happen, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, I just wanna say, Shelby, hey, thanks for joining us uh, on FC Studios today. Uh, yeah. We can't wait to see you uh, when you get back in town, but thank you for joining us here on Facebook. So. Uh, you may be thinking like, mm, how do I know if I'm an overthinker? Um, because really like overthinking, I think tends to become like a habit. It's very um, habitualized and like um, many times like we don't even realize that we're doing, that we're doing it. And mm -hmm. so uh, here are a few ways to know if you are an overthinker. And one of them is like Morgan mentioned just a minute ago, like do you constantly find yourself like living out scenarios in your mind that like one haven't even happened but two like they never ever come to pass like and you're right. like playing out all these scenarios and like um i think what's funny is like when we play out this these scenarios we're like playing out multiple parts um yeah. we're like playing out multiple the people's roles, roles yeah. in these uh in these scenarios so do you find yourself like playing out scenarios in your mind yeah, the other, part, the other idea is to, how do I know if I'm an overthinker is do you analyze everything that happens or possibly could happen in your life? Um, like, are we analyzing, you know, oh, this, as I'm headed towards this family situation, this is what possibly could happen, this might not happen, but if this happens, this is how I'm going to react, and this, if this happens, this is how I'm not going to react, and, but if A and B, then this happens, you know what I'm saying? We like, we're overthinking everything when we don't even like know what's really going to right. happen. Like we're yeah. playing all these things. And another is like, do you make up conversations in your head, which mm -hmm. goes along with analyzing everything. Like, well, if they say this, then I'm going to say that. And then they're going to say this because I said that. And you like play all these roles or I'm like in, a, in an attempt to um, gain control of something that happened in the past, you replay conversations oh, yeah. that you've already had in an attempt and like you read, reform them in your mind mm -hmm. in an attempt to gain control over our conversation yeah. that you didn't really have much control yeah, I've over. I've done that before. Uh, but how about, like, have you ever been in, like, in a room and, like, somebody looks at you funny or they, like, like dead stare at you? Like, like I can be looking at someone and, like, not even looking at them because I have, like, gone off somewhere else. But, like, mm -hmm. you ever notice someone, like, look at you funny and then you think in your mind, like, oh, my gosh, why are they looking at me like that? Did I do something with like, them? What, like, do I have like a booger on my face? Like, what are they? Why are they? Why are they looking at me like that? And then like, oh 
my gosh, I can't believe they're looking at me that like, what is their problem? And then like, you go through this whole thing, it's like, oh my gosh, that's it. You know, I have to confront them over this. Like, I don't know what their issue is. Well, or you think like, oh my gosh, should I do something to them? Did I say something wrong? Did I look at them wrong? Is that why they're looking at me? Like that's tend to be the, yeah. the female version of like, they start, like we start thinking of like, Oh my gosh, I did something to hurt them. I did yeah. something to make them upset. And then So like yeah. all, all of a sudden, like this one look turns into like either you're never gonna go talk to that person again or you need to sit down and have a counseling session with them. Or you but the reality is is you just go back to your car and then you overthink all the scenarios in your head. And then you text honest. everybody like, Oh my gosh, can you believe mm -hmm. what this person did? Yeah. So the idea so like we said earlier, like overthinking can be like we all do it from yeah. time to time. Some of us probably are more um, habitual about it than others uh, or struggle with it more than others but overthinking can stem from lots of places but i truly believe that overthinking really does stem from this idea of needing to be in control and if you go back a couple of episodes you can go back on the podcast or on facebook and find a couple episodes and we talk about control we talk yeah. about really the only thing that we have control over are is our choices um but Overthinking stems from wanting to be able to control every part of the scenario. Yeah. Every when every variable that happens in a situation, we want to try to control that. So that's where overthinking mm -hmm. comes from. And when overthinking happens, when we feel like we need to control it, and we stop trusting God to deal with every person involved or every variable involved in the situation, and and so we need to learn to trust him for the provision for our lives yeah. and stop feeling like we have to control control things. I mean, yeah. it can be crazy things. Like if you let's say you're going to purchase a house, sometimes you have no control over how other people are going to handle situations and how it's all going to fall into place. And we can overthink it all day long, but until we let God deal with that, then, or it's like purchasing a car or you know, starting, do I start a new job or, you know, do I, into a relationship with this person. It's all these things. Like we don't have control over every part of it, but we do know the God who has control over everything and has can see every part of it. And we have to learn to trust Him and provision for that. Yeah, um, you know, overthinking is really it's kind of like masking our own worry with false wisdom or, or with our own wisdom. Yeah. Uh, you know, because <laughs> you know, we I think we feel like if we overthink, then we've played out all these scenarios in our head that we won't make the wrong choice or that, you know, we can control the outcome, like you said. And so, um, you know, we, we try to eliminate all uncertainty in situations, which is, again, really us just trying to take control of things. Yeah, I want to say that again, like you said, overthinking is often mask is masking worry with what we would, what we say is wisdom, but is truly false wisdom and it's our own wisdom. So, when we're overthinking, we're really just worried about something, but we kind of pretend to tell ourselves, well, I'm just using wisdom, thinking through everything. And when really we're just trying to mask our worry that we that we have. And you know, when we overthink and we continually come up with ways to make, uh, make situations better, I mean, you might lose sleep. Yeah. You become irritable. You struggle with focusing on anything else but what you're attempting to right. control yeah. and overthink. And we fixate on that. And we were never meant to be anxious about these things in the, per in the first place because Christ tells us this. Yeah. Like, we, like, God tells us don't not to be anxious. And most likely, like you said earlier, none of these things are going to come to pass. Right. And reality, like, if you think about all the situations you've overthought, <laughs> how many, how many times did they actually come out to one of the possible scenarios that you overthought about? Like, 
Rarely does that happen because we know God's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so oftentimes the way situations truly play out are way different than we could have ever even thought about them. Yeah, yeah you know, and I think that like as, as believers we'll say that, you know, like we pray about things. Like mm-hmm. we really do. We pray about things. But um, in reality, while we pray about some things, like we think about everything. Mm-hmm. And like somewhere in the back of our minds, like we're convinced that if we spend enough time attempting to problem solve or if we spend enough time like thinking about how to process and analyze, then, then we'll have it figured all out, uh, have it all figured out. But um, when our mind is thinking, like when we have so much going on and when we're so jumbled in our minds as far as like playing out different scenarios and like coming up with all these conversations and all these plans and all this, and like we often block the voice of God. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we often, you know, um, offer solutions instead of just like listening. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this when we're praying. We talk a lot about, like, we can offer, we can say all these things, God, but then it comes time to shut up and when we're overthinking. We, like you said, we block the voice of God because all we hear is our own thought processes and our own solutions. And we, when we really just need to be quiet and hear and listen closely to His voice. And then, like, then peace, when we hear His voice, peace comes because our voice is always going to be a very chaotic because it's not his voice yeah. and so all the solutions we're going to come up with as we overthink everything is going to ultimately block his voice because we're not allowing his voice to bring peace to the situation yeah so let me ask you this what is, what's what's the fine line between like using wisdom to make wise decisions and analyzing something for so long that we've moved into overthinking I think, I mean, we cross the line when we become so consumed with figuring something out that, the, like we said, the only voice that we hear is ours. Mm. Like, and and we go on and on and on about a solution, right? And there's no room for God to speak to us. And, and, and like, like, we feel like he's not in control. Like, we feel yeah. like we need to offer him something. And so that fine line between wisdom and making wise decisions and overanalyzing something comes when we, like, where our voice is just all we hear. Yeah. And oftentimes, God wants to, he'll speak through other people, mm. but, um, you know, to give you answers or confirmation about something that yeah. you're, you're, you're dealing with. But if we're overthinking and then we're relying on this false wisdom that we have inside of us, then we block his voice, not just from him speaking directly to us, but possibly from God using other people to speak to us. Because if we're so consumed with our own thoughts and someone comes up to you and says, hey, I really think that this is, you're going to start overthinking what they have to say because that's all you've been doing. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also important to remember that like, um, if overthinking a situation or dwelling on a situation is keeping you from doing something else that you ought to be doing, mm. like then you know you've moved over into over. If you're so like focused here that you can't get other things yeah, done, yeah, you, you can't you can't process and you like, can make other decisions that you need right. to be making and yeah. yeah. If it's become crippling to you, right, then you definitely then you you cross way over into the overthinking right. that you need to yeah let go of that's right you know and and like we firmly believe that um like if we love god and pray seek him and ask for his direction um and that like if we truly believe that he will order our steps um then we also have to believe that he's going to take care of us yeah i think that there's this that there's that line there like 
the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, right? So if my heart is to solely hear his word and to make the decisions he has, he wants me to make, even if I inadvertently do something wrong, his grace is there because I'm still trying to have, I have I'm trying to have a heart of righteousness and yeah. do what's right. And, and so his grace covers me. It's when we just push that aside and we try in our own strength and strive in our own will to make things happen. Yeah. And But if we truly believe our steps are ordered by the Lord and we trust him with that, then we cannot overthink things and trust that he's going to guide us. Yeah, that's a great point. And so uh, we do have some practical tips, um, but I do want to read this uh, scripture from Philippians 4, verses 6 through 9. It says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any virtue and if there is anything worthy of praise, well on these things. What you have learned and what you have received and heard and seen in me, put these things into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. And so we're kind of taking some practical tips here and, and using them with these scriptures in mind. Yeah. And, you know, I, this is sort of some practical tips to help you really just trust him mm -hmm. as you move through this life. As we, we talk so much about how to practically live out the spiritual life that he's given us. And, and we want to give you some very basic tips just yeah. to remind you that you don't have to wear overthinking as a badge of honor. That, that is, God didn't put that responsibility on you yeah. to have to figure all this out on your own. Like he's not requiring that of you. So stop, stop doing it because yeah. um, he's already got it under control and he has the answers that you need and he has the grace to cover situations. And so we need to really just put into practice these things. So the yeah. first thing is trusting God's word. Yeah, that's right. And so like if you look at verse 8 of Philippians 4, it talks about things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, like things that have virtue in them. Those are the things that we're supposed to dwell on. And we're not supposed to dwell on like the what ifs of life. We're not mm -hmm. supposed to dwell on things that like conversations that we make up in our head mm -hmm. um you know and so we trust in the things that are in god's word and so uh these things that we find in in his word like if if we don't know what his word says mm -hmm. like we can't fall back on them and if right. we if his word is not hidden in our heart it's definitely not going to come to mind when we start having these conversations right. right and so the thing is like these conversations that we have aren't going to be Godly, they're not going to be based on the word of God. Like most of the time, they're based of all, off of our emotions, off of our, our anxieties or our fear, mm -hmm. right? And so, if we trust God's word, if we know His word and believe His word, then we can fall back on this. When we find ourselves like starting to overthink, it's like, oh, hey, time out. Like this is not what the word of God says. Like yeah. you know, the word of God tells me to like to trust in Him, to be anxious for nothing, right. to cast all my cares on and my thoughts on him yeah and so yeah yeah the scripture doesn't i mean i sometimes when i read scripture i like we see we know what it says here to think on whatever's true i also like to think about it doesn't say think on what ifs mm -hmm. right. it doesn't say think on every solution right it doesn't say <laughs> think on in your own human power like right. by your own human power so sometimes when we look at what it says and what it doesn't say it helps us 
really fine tune what we should really be th focusing right. on. Yeah. And we can trust his word. So his, his word says to think on these things, whatever is true, right, and noble. And whatever is true right there is key, I think, right. in overthinking because a lot of times when we're overthinking, we're not thinking on things that are true. We're thinking right. on things that we've made uh, things that are false realities yeah. or potential false realities. And so when we think on what is true, we think on what his word says, that he will provide, that we can trust him, that he is good, that he always comes through, that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and and that he redeems us and that he has grace for us. And so when we think on what is true and those things yeah. are true, we can stop thinking on these false realities that overthinking Right, brings. and you know, you bring up a good point is that like many times we like, either allow the enemy to speak lies into our minds mm -hmm. at these particular times or we like we take one of those and we like hold on to it as it as if it is true, true right mm -hmm. and so it's, it's vitally important that we that we lean on that we think on whatever is true now you made it that's a fantastic point so first thing is um trust god's word so you have to be able to trust his word you have to know it right and you have to read it and so but then the second thing is trust God's voice. And I want to point out, the more you read his word, the more you can hear his voice. So when you read his word and you know his word, then you know when he speaks to you, then you you know that it's his voice because right. you know he never speaks anything outside of his word. Right. And so first, trust God's word, know his word and trust it. Two, trust his voice. Yeah, I think the, the important part of this is like if you look at verse seven, it says like, um, that God will be guarding your heart and your mind in Christ, right? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, right? So, so if God is guarding your heart and your mind, the only thing that gets in is going to be the things that he allows, That's right? True. And so if, if we know God's word and, and we trust his voice, then then we block out all that clutter that's in our mind and allow the Holy Spirit to guard our hearts and our minds, then we know that the things that come through is going to be the voice of God. And so we know that we're able to hear his voice, right? And so, and like a big part of that is praying, right? And so like part of prayer is, as, as it says in verse six, six, is like casting things to God, like casting our prayers and our anxieties and everything, like giving them to God, that. right? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, like once we do that, the second part of prayer is just is listening mm -hmm. because it's it's reciprocal. It's a conversation. So right. we talk to God and then we wait and allow God to speak back to us. And so if he's guarding our hearts, we know that what we hear is his voice. Right. And so we have this opportunity to pour ourselves out and at the same time, like allow the Holy Spirit to pour back, back into, into us. us. Yeah. Yeah, and like we said earlier, overthinking tends to stem from or we from fear or from anxiety or from worry. And verse six says, "Do not be anxious about anything." He's basically telling you, "Don't worry about it." And if you're worried about it, then you're going to overthink it. But everything with prayer and petition. So when you start to overthinking, okay, I'm giving those thoughts to you. I'm giving those thoughts to you, and allow him to guard our hearts and our minds and speak yeah. truth to us. So first, we have to trust his word. Second, we have to trust his voice, and third, we have to trust him with the outcome. Yeah, that's right. You know, verse nine says, uh, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, put these things into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I mean, I think like that's the, that last part is like the whole thing, like the God of peace will be with you, right? And so um, like if we do these things, what we see in his word, especially like if you look at verse uh, six through nine and put those things into practice, then we know that God keeps his promises. Yeah. We know that he will be 
with us. And if God is with us, we have nothing to fear. Yeah. We have nothing to worry about. We have nothing to be anxious about. I mean, like, God has shown himself true time and time again in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we go back, like we like we've mentioned before in FC Studios, like go back and write down the times that God has shown himself true to his word in your own life. Yeah. Like if you go back and do that, you see that, like, God has shown himself true in your own life time and time and time again and so and in the same mysteries like if you go back and look at the times where things didn't really like pan out where is it because you were overthinking and you trying to insert yourself and you didn't really trust god with the full provision of what he has for you yeah and you know bridget points out on uh, uh on facebook here that uh you know all his promises are yes and amen and, and, and they are um and so you know it's vitally important that we let our mind be at peace knowing that the God of creation, the God that created each one of us is leading us. And he's even going before and behind preparing the way. And so like, there's a couple of scriptures here that I think are like vitally important. Um, you know, because like, like you say that all the time, but like, where does it, where does it show us that in the Bible? Yeah. Um, Deuteronomy 31, eight says the Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. So he goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Mm-hmm. Do not fear or be dismayed. Yeah. So, so don't fear and don't get discouraged at the same time. Like, yeah. let go of the overthinking and just know that God is with you. And then Isaiah fifty two twelve says, uh, "For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard." Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even the mistakes that we've made in life, like you know what I mean. Like, even when we've tried to force our will and our control over a situation, like. God is gracious enough to come behind us and like clean those things exactly. up and, and, and make sure that you know that we're still going in our path. And, yeah, yeah. God's the God of He. He was and is and is to come. Meaning He is in past, present, or future. And we can look at that from a lot of different scenarios. So we don't have to overthink past scenarios or past situations because God's still there. Yeah. He can. He's taking care of things and He's now. He's going before us and He's here with us and He has this peace to offer us. And we're overthinking. We're never, like we said, when our voice is telling us all these scenarios, there's never going to be peace. It's going to be chaos. But when we allow, we give those things to him and we allow peace to come in, then we can trust him that he's going to work things out. You know, as I was um, like kind of, you know, as we were talking about this and kind of walking through some of this, there were Bible stories that, I mean, we can literally go through every Bible story there is and see see different scenarios of overthinking or not overthinking but one of the stories that i will probably hone in on a lot from now until passover which is coming up is because i just go over the story a lot is the exodus so as moses leads the israelites out of the exodus and they and they stand before the red sea and god parts the red sea for them to cross moses did not stand there at the parted sea and overthink what was happening yeah like he didn't there wasn't time for that there were millions of people that needed to cross over there wasn't time to overthink okay is he going to part the sea is he going to make a way like moses just had to trust that god would come through because the enemy was pressing behind and there was a red sea a sea in front of them and moses didn't have time to overthink all the scenarios because there he he had only trust that god would come through for him and then as the yeah. seat parted he didn't say oh god what if it all starts crumbling he just had to trust as they walked right. through the sea right yeah. and the same is true with joshua as joshua started leading the israelites around jericho this is one of the oddest 
forms of obedience there is, right? God's like, march, 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 and, and then like, blow. How much time did he have to overthink as they're like walking, walking around I mean, Right, and most, I mean, Joshua had to trust that God would come through right. for him. And and we, the same is true. Like, or let's, let's talk about, I thought about this one also, with Jesus with the woman at the well. Like, Jesus does what only the Father tells him to do. And the scripture tells us that Jesus needed to go to Samaria. And so that means God, his Father, like, compelled him to get to this, to this spot. Right. And he didn't overthink all the scenarios of what this might look like to other people, yeah. meeting with someone he shouldn't meet with, and what all the things Being might happen. Yeah, he, Jesus didn't overthink it. He just obeyed, trusting God would take care of his good father, would take yeah. care of all the things. And if God does this for Moses and the Israelites, if he can send a million people across the Red Sea, he can do what he needs to do in your life if we stop overthinking right. and trust him with it. That's right. Um, we have to trust him in the process. That's right, yeah. Trust his word, trust his voice, trust the outcome. Basically, like you just said, trust God in mm -hmm. this process that yeah. is life. Yeah, and, and yeah, we have, if we truly believe, like we said earlier, if we, the steps of a righteous man are ordered and we're truly doing everything we can to be a righteous man, to do what we can to love and honor God, then he's going to order our steps and he's yeah. going to take care of us. So. He, I mean, his grace is good to cover us there. Right. We have to let go of overthinking. We have to let go of this badge of honor that we are trying to wear in a form to cover up our worry um, with a false wisdom. Yeah. Let it go and trust him. Yeah, just and, and like walk and live in the peace that comes from being in the presence, presence of God. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, thank you everyone for joining us on FC Studios today. Morgan did mention Passover. Yeah. And so if you would like to know more about Passover, how you can participate at Friendship Church, how you can host Passover in your own home, we encourage you to go to thepassoverproject.org and you can find out everything that you need to know yeah. about how to host Passover at your own home. Yeah, you can find out what it looks like as a you know as a believer, as a Christian to yeah. participate in Passover, how to do it in your own home. We host one here at Friendship Church. You're welcome to join us here, but um, you can go to, like you said, the passoverproject.org and find out any information. We're always happy to answer questions for you um, as you, you know, walk through that. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. It is, and if you've ever taken communion, then you have basically in participated in what happened at Passover. Yeah. So uh, we hope to maybe demystify it a little bit. Yeah, and you can never go wrong doing the things that Jesus did, and Jesus yeah. participated in the Passover. And, and so you can never go wrong in trying to be more like him yeah. and experience the things that he experienced. Find out what it means yeah. for Jesus to be our true Passover lamb. Yeah. yeah, so thank you for joining us and we will see you next Monday. Hey, I'm Morgan. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of FC Studio. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are located in Frisco, Texas. We have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 p.m. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode.